DJ Blake. Hello, babe, you amazing. Renegade, what's your name? Mrs. Jane, put me in a maze. Crystal eyes, hella haze. It ain't a phase, foggy days. Need some change, pray you come away. Holding on to that, holding ladder back, smoking on the grass. This my shit. Holding on to that golden pumpkin pass, hoping that I never go smoke. Bless you, mighty fine when you finally grinding. Get the money when you stand beside him. Smoke that ass in the middle of the night when I get her on a pipe, I do ignite it. Told my folks I'd quit the smoke, but now she legal, so I gotta take her right back home. And I like that tone, the kid didn't wanna bite on my bone. I give her what she wanted, then I gotta leave her alone. Like, get get Going that hot air in my ear like every day. Going that hot air, no, they don't do what they say. What the hell you come to know? Watching my balloon go. What the hell you come to know? Watching my balloon go. Blowing that hot air in my head like every day. Hoping that mom and dad gon' see me on that stage. Smoke is filling up the crib each every way. Mama coughing way too often cause I hold that Bombay. Come on, babe, don't let that hot air at your head. No, not the day. Don't let that is insecurities trap you in the maze. Really? That's all I gotta say. Come on. Man, what can I say about this next artist? He's creative, he's unique, colorful, reps the Afro game just like me. And if you don't know him, I assure you, you soon will. Without further ado, Karma knows. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Karma Knows. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, buddy. Thanks for this having is, me, Yeah, man. this is exciting. You're, you have long-ass hair just like me. So how, I know, yeah. <laughs> how That's long have you been growing it out now? Um, Honestly, <laughs> most of my life. I, you uh, know what's crazy? I need to get it trimmed up, get the, the tips all nice yeah. again. It's been, honestly, like eight years, I think, since wow. I got it trimmed. It's Dude, crazy. If you find a good barber in Seattle, let me know, cause like, I haven't had the luck at all. Damn, I was gonna ask you. My Dude. homie knows one. It's, he's kind of deep, but uh, yeah, I, I might try him out. Cause yeah. one time I had like really long hair, like mm-hmm. it was almost like this length, you know. Okay. And I went to a fucking like Great Clips, okay. Wait. And, oh, a Great Clips. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a, mm-hmm. one of those like commercial ones. Like, yeah. At, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, this lady. I was like, okay, I'll even it out for you. She ends up shaving off my entire fro. Cause she's like, oh shoot, I messed up right here. Oh wait, let me fix right here. Oh no. shoot. So that was one of the last times I ever went to a great clip. So now I just go to barber shops, even though sometimes it can be more expensive, sometimes not. Yeah. But just, you don't want a Mexican lady or Asian lady or white lady cutting your hair. It has to be nah. a black person, especially if you're black. Yeah, But like, facts. for like, if you're Asian, it's kind of the same hair texture for like white people. So that works out. I know, yeah, but still, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you're right, though. Like, if they're not black and they, and not only just black, Mm -hmm. what I learned with the Afro is since Afros really ain't in right now, if they haven't done an Afro in a while, I'm not messing with them. Exactly. So I'm nervous to, like, get my trim, my. One of the ends cut, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just gonna grow out. This has been like two years now. Oh, damn. So Hell it, yeah. It grows it's pretty going. fast, dude. Does it just yeah. naturally curl like yeah, that? Yeah, bro. That's fine. I mix. I mix with Italian. What do you mix with? You're... Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Actually, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I was adopted, so Ooh. I actually don't know dude, like that's everything nice. that's on my my white side. Yeah. You know, so I could just say Italian, but I don't know. You, you gotta know do, you gotta do the DNA and me test or whatever yeah. it's called. <laughs> that ancestry or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hook it up with one, man. Yes, for sure. <laughs> well yeah, this is I so how did I even find you? That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first of all, so I just wanna say this because this mm-hmm. is like a trick. So what do you have an iPhone or an uh, or an Android? iPhone. <laughs> Wait, don't tell me your Android. Dude, Google Pixel is where it's at. Oh, Google okay. Pixel. So okay. anyways, the Google app, it like shows you like recommended concerts near you if you're listening to like a certain artist. Oh, no way. And you can't, you popped up on my note, like my recommended artist to listen to, like coming to town. I was what? like, shit, let me check out this guy's music. And then I looked at your music videos, which are fucking tight as shit. Thank dude. you, man. I dude, appreciate that. Bro. Yeah. That's like my favorite part. Yeah, the music is performing and music videos. Yeah, right. some and what I like about yours, you actually have like a type of story with it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's old, especially in Washington. Like, there are gangs and stuff in Washington, but no one's mm-hmm. 
Washington as a whole is a pretty wealthy state, like yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. So to, to lie about like the stuff you have in music videos or mm-hmm. even say you're completely just ganging up and stuff like that. Yeah. Washington's so beautiful. Like, take a music video on like the ferry. Not every place is ferries like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, gang, gang on the ferry. Straight <laughs> up. Like even the even the people out here, like who I do know that are affiliated. Right. Yo, they even respect that, and they're like all about the peace, and they don't. Right. They don't really want to bring no violence. Right. They're just about it if it does right. come their way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's beautiful. I love that. Right. Yeah. I just think uniqueness is really important, and especially if you're gonna come from Seattle, if you're gonna try to like mm-hmm. be like everyone else, if you're from Seattle, that's just not gonna work for you. Yeah, no, not at all. Because no. I, I feel like the it's it's our time to finally rise. Like this side of the map is about to come up. I feel like because of the uniqueness in the area, that's what's gonna take this area to finally get its stamp on the map. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's important because you're from out out of state, or yeah, I'm from Tri Cities. Mm-hmm. Tri Cities. Tri Cities. So like, it's like three hours on the other side of the mountains. Right. But uh, I used to come out here like every other week or so just to yeah. network and get to know the scene. Um, so honestly, with all that traveling, it made me really feel like I just want to rep the Northwest in general. I don't even yeah. want to just rep one city. I just want to rep the Northwest. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are there even if you're going to a concert? I think. Seattle is a place to go, you know? Like, are mm-hmm. there even concerts, like, in Tri-Cities or anything like that? Because I feel like if sometimes I'll be at a concert and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I travel from all the way over here, like, four hours away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. Yeah, no, it's honestly, it's rare. It's really huh. rare. Like, um, one of the good ones we, a couple of the good ones we got, my homie LaFonte Joe, he brought out Snoop Dogg. Oh, wow. And, like, no one believed that it was happening because uh, it's a Tri-Cities. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he brought out Lil Wayne, too. And it was oh, Lil shit. Wayne's, like, first show in a long time Dude, since yeah. he went through some legal things. Yeah. So, like, people traveled from Seattle to Tri-Cities yeah. to see that. You That's know what I mean? Which yeah. is crazy. But there hasn't really been many shows. I'll right. throw my headliners out there every once in a while. We'll do, like, right. an island show. Right. And I'll have, like, five to 700 people. So there's, like, a scene out there for shows, mm-hmm. but not enough people throwing them. That makes sense. Yeah. So how long have you been doing music? How old are you even? Because you have, bro, you literally have, like, like, you're, like, it's like a canvas. Like, there's no wrinkles whatsoever on your face <laughs> at all. I'm, like, hey, this guy can love. either be really young or really old. Like, I'm, like, yeah. black don't crack anyways, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, like. <laughs> no, I've, I've, when you get older, it's going to be the same way. You know what's crazy? Like, I don't know, my 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 friend, like, she always be putting on all this facial stuff and like yeah. lotions and stuff to keep her skin looking perfect. And then like, she's like, how do you do it? What do you do? I'm like, dude, I don't even put anything on. I, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's just in my blood or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. But yeah, black don't crack, bro. I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, how old are you then? Oh, I'm, uh, I just turned 25 actually. What the? Yeah, I know. Oh my God. Yeah. I was saying. Shh, don't tell nobody. That's funny. Don't tell the record labels. That is literally so funny, bro. You don't <laughs> look like that at all. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. So anyways, though, how long have you been doing music then? Because you're like, oh, yeah, I can just set up shows and stuff now. So, like, you've been doing it for a decent amount of time now? or? Yeah, I just, so it's about 10 years I've been rapping, like, as a hobby. And right. then I started taking it serious about, like, 2013, 2014. Yeah. That's when I started booking shows. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, like since then I got my like business license and just started taking right. it a little more serious. Right. But uh, yeah, honestly, I didn't really like dive into it like crazy, crazy. All my all in, quit my job mm. till like 2015. Wow. Yeah. That's important though. I love mm-hmm. seeing like I I say this all the time. But I love hearing the experience of like the grind and stuff. Even mm-hmm. like it's still grinding if you're doing it for 10 years and then trying to figure out that's your passion. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it takes people way longer than what they think. I just kind of. Because I like talking to people like you who are actually dedicated to the music and you you didn't just hop on the bandwagon. You like mm-hmm. actually took time to figure it out. I feel like it's weird that for some people music's just a phase. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I know. And what I've noticed a lot of times is because of like the instant gratification of like even like being TikTok famous or something like mm-hmm. that, that people just they don't want to put in that grind or anything. And then I don't know. I just kind of get offended when I see like. I don't know why though, but like mm. some people are like, oh, I'm a rapper now, and then, but then they think because they say that, that's what their career is gonna be. And I like to say that music is just like any sport. Like you, only like the very dedicated people actually kind of rise to the top in a way, mm-hmm. or at least if they have some type of stick. Like Blueface, he might not be the best rapper, but he has a stick mm-hmm. that like was he was able to brand himself by. Mm-hmm. But like ev- a lot of people in the Northwest, even they're that's probably everywhere, but they're like. 
this is this is my dream and this is what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. But like, do you know for sure that's your passion, or do you just see all your homies doing it? Are you just doing it because it's like a clout thing? Yeah. I, I feel what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of that, and I feel like over a long period of time they get weaned out. Yeah. Like, just because. If you're not passionate about it, you're going to give up eventually. Yeah. Or you're going to get a big bag and you're going to get lazy and give up. You know, yeah. either way, you know, yeah. you're going to give up one way or another. If right. you're truly passionate about it, you're going to keep at this shit for more than 10 years right. for sure. Right. Mm. So how would you start to promote yourself with your music? Because, like, I guess you're, are you a Seattle artist? Like, what would you describe your... Uh, Tri Cities for Tri-city sure. Like artist. I gotta like all day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause I I just moved out here, so yeah. I it would be like hella fraud yeah. of me. Yeah. Like, be like, oh, I'm Seattle. <laughs> like, no, nah, my Seattle rapper homies right. be like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, it's I don't know. It was really hard because being in Tri Cities, you're in the middle of nowhere. You're yeah. three hours from Seattle. Seattle's trying to come up as a whole still. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard. But what I did was was like I looked at it like if every day I can get a new fan. Then after a few years of that, I'm gonna have right. a fan base. Like I'm gonna have a little core fan base. So I would literally just message people. Oh yeah. Not spam wise, I would start conversations with them on mm-hmm. Facebook, and then like um, after a while, I'd talk about music. I'll just be like, "Yo, if you want to check this guy out." Boom. Yeah. And sometimes I say it's me. Sometimes I want it. Yeah. And then I do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like world star. <laughs> Look at this guy's music, bro. <laughs> Yo, check. Oh, what do you think of this one? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Yeah, and I would do that for years, bro. Like literally yeah. five years, and until it, it just like built a fan base. You know, yeah. promoting videos on Facebook of me rapping. Yeah, and I started releasing music videos, and that helped a lot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, really the internet, utilizing mm-hmm. the internet and messaging and talking to people. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Have you always been artistic, artistic in that type of way of being like unique, or did someone have to tell you that's how you want to brand yourself as being unique to like stand out? No, it just kind of naturally happened, for sure. It was definitely yeah. very organic, you know? Yeah. It just, uh, I created this thing, even, like, 2012, called Dream Team, where I just wanted a na- something for them to represent, the people that are helping me, like, the team around me, right. and the fans, you know? Mm-hmm. So I started this thing called the Dream Team, and I feel like over the past, you know, seven years, that's mm-hmm. really just become who I am. It's just spreading unity and teamwork yeah that's important Mm -hmm. how when did you decide like decide that it was time for you to get a team in the first place because like that's i think that's a next step for people if they want to continue this actually as a career Mm -hmm. but when did you realize okay this is something i want to take serious and then oh wait now you look for a team to help me out Mm -hmm. i think it was uh i think it was jay-z um, Call some, me, and then yeah, I was like, yeah, he just called me one day and told me, you know, no, it's crazy, but no, I'm pretty sure it's like a Jay Z interview, some type of interview. I've seen thousands of interviews, so sometimes I get yeah. mixed up. But it was an interview where someone was like just breaking down the five simple things you need to kind of do when yeah. you started. And I remember them just saying, one, you need a team. All those rappers you see that like are shining and popping on the internet. It looks like it's just them, but mm-hmm. there's a giant team behind them pushing yeah. them every day. Yeah. And once I realized that, that every one of my favorite artists has a giant team, like that's when I really realized I need to start building mm-hmm. one. You know, is that hard to find a team? Like, what if you're like an upcoming artist and you don't even have that money to like? Because I guess sometimes I guess if you find really passionate people, like I've been able to do that, mm-hmm. they're like willing to help me out along the way. Mm-hmm. But like, if someone doesn't really truly believe in your mission, you're gonna have to like pay them to be on your team. Like yeah. photographers and all that. Like, how'd you figure all that out? Um, man, shout out to Tri Cities first of all, cause like <laughs> a big thing was just my city being so down. I feel like because there wasn't as many artists out there doing anything. Yeah, I was thankful enough, like lucky enough to just run into so many people that wanted to get involved and to try it yeah. out mm-hmm. to help for free because. Yeah. No one's ever really made a music video in Trash Cities. It's yeah. cool. Like, you know, things like yeah. that. Or And from there, like, some of those people that were around, like, behind the scenes helping, or I found my videographer through, like, high school, you yeah, know? Yeah, Just, like, like a kid who was shooting videos, and I talked to him. And, like, he would have people that he would bring behind the scenes. And over time, some of them stick around. And then mm-hmm. after a time, it just organically forms yeah. into a team. Like, That's the it's, most important thing, though. Yeah, you almost, like, don't force it you you actually yeah. don't force it and it naturally happens and more people will be added to the team yeah. as you need that you know sense. and when you see someone that's killing it in a space that you're not as good at yeah. 
definitely don't get intimidated then like go talk to him and hire yeah. them and like work with them you know <laughs> yeah. don't be like listen to like i'd be watching warren buffett and he always be telling me like or not me but you know <laughs> he yeah. tells the internet <laughs> tells the internet like yo make sure to find people on your team that are stronger where you're weak and they're weak where you're strong yeah. so you guys complete each other like a puzzle yeah uh. it's also like collecting like pokemon cards you know? <laughs> yeah. dude my manager is better than yours bro yeah i know <laughs> look at this level man you got <laughs> damn but yeah how do you i think that's a big step finding a good manager that you connect with what are steps mm-hmm. for that for you like you said it came organically but like i cuz i deal with a lot of managers to set up like interviews and stuff and i mm-hmm. i've i've met some terrible managers who like are too it's all of course they're like friends with the person but it's almost mm-hmm. like they they're too much like their friends and they're just like with them but they're like yeah. oh wait i was supposed to actually tell you what time to be there and like they just don't take it as seriously as they should if they're too buddy buddy with the artist you mm-hmm. know? no you got it right like i learned that the hard way too because i didn't know that because at first you just want to put all your friends on like so you just you're you let a few of your friends manage you and mm-hmm. like it wasn't like any bad blood after just we learned that oh shit they're not really, that's not even what they're passionate about. You need right. to find a manager, first of all, that's as passionate about managing an artist that, yeah. as you are with with music, you know? Yeah. And that could be hard, but one of the things that, like, helped me being all the way in Tri-Cities, at the end of the day, I hate to sound so corny, but, like, you have to believe in yourself and trust that, like, the universe Yes. Will just guide you, bro. Like I you're gonna. That, bro. You, you, how I got my managers, it was this guy named Lafonte Joe that was booked my first show, ten years ago. That YG came to t- Yakima, uh, and like I, I know, <laughs> I can't believe I got that my first show. I didn't blow up right away or anything. Like yeah. I thought I was going to, and I did it. But like <laughs> I did it. I was so nervous. It was kind of terrible on my end. But anyways, like. That guy, he would bring all the big acts. Like, he yeah. brought Lil Wayne, he brought Snoop, he yeah. brought all these people. And, like, he saw me grinding the past 10 years straight, fucking working my ass off, like, nonstop. Never asked him for no nothing, never asked nobody mm-hmm. for nothing. And um, I think because when he saw that, when he had an opportunity to connect me with, like, Tyga's friend, it was, like, Tyga's friend, my manager, like, I think the one you talked to, Frisco. Yeah. Um, he got a hold of him through that, and he asked if he has... And he connects with marketing. Wow. And he helps Lafonte market a track. Yeah. And then he was like, Do you know anyone, any artists that would want this too <laughs> that can pitch in? And he's yeah. like, Yeah, I know one. There's, one, there's yeah. only one that works really hard. Da da da. Yeah. He called me up. He introduced us, showed him my music video. They were sold. And then mm-hmm. they wanted me yeah. like ASAP. And, you know, Dude, it, was, it was crazy. That's crazy. That is yeah. actually crazy. So it's like a 10 year building of yeah. just like, if you you guys just gotta grind your ass off and believe right. in yourself and trust the universe and right. it's gonna fall in place. What do you, you know? believe, what do you think about people who think they should get it right away though? Mm. Cause you do actually see it happen though. Like Little Nas X for example, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Like that stuff like happened overnight for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there are some people that is like overnight, but like even with Little Nas X, he had a page that promoted Nicki Minaj. Yes, for like I saw that. A year or two, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but he just got took off the um, X's album. Oh, I he saw was, that. Yeah. I don't even know nothing about that. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I have no clue. Yeah. I'm but, not even listening yeah. to the Juice World stuff until like more information comes out because there's like so much like false stuff happening around, like how he died. Oh, for yeah. real? I didn't know that. Yeah, first I haven't been paying attention to that. Like part. someone was like, like a lot of like media sources are saying he had like yeah. tons of weed and then okay. guns and percocets that. and they like, swallowed all the percocets for some reason oh, even man. though he had guns and weed so why would you just hide the percocets and then like other people know, were, yeah people were saying his illuminati contract was up or some shit oh of course they're gonna say that <laughs> they're always gonna say that man that's oh. so stupid <laughs> yo the illuminati whoever the hell the real ones are Man, they're probably so stoked that we're distracted by some other shit. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if there is one, I don't yeah, know. That's just hella trippy <laughs> to me, man. I can't even read on that too much. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing that I have noticed yeah. is artists are like, I don't know. It's just something you have to deal with anyways when you, if you're in the music industry. Like, mm-hmm. you have to deal with, like, a manager to get to an artist. But yeah. I just think it's weird because, like, I've, like, talked to a manager, like, one time. Do you know who Coda the Friend is? I've heard of him actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so, he's kind of up and coming. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. like more like an indie type rapper. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, like his like road manager, no, his no his manager back home. That's the one I was talking to. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I guess we we set it all up. It's gonna happen, 
And then he was like, oh, dang it, I don't think it's going to happen now because like, of time scheduling conflict, right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I'm still going to go to the venue to see if I can get an interview with him. And I talked to Coda directly, and then I got an interview that way. So oh. I feel like I feel like it's managers are like a – I don't know even how they decide what's good or what's not because I feel like you can sometimes – like managers can sometimes – See, like, miss an opportunity even because mm-hmm. they, they don't might not know the person or something, you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, if like the artist met the person, it might be a total different interaction if the uh, the person was talking to the manager versus the artist. No, that's real, it's crazy because I, sometimes I think of that, and like, managers are humans too. Maybe yeah. some of them might just make a mistake and think and misjudge something yeah. when real, or or like, I've had instances people hit up my manager that like are connected to me deeply, yeah. Like, but my managers didn't know, so they kind of yeah. like was like, "Oh, <laughs> I'll talk to him about it real quick." Da, 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 or like, but it's like, "Oh, that's the homie, yo." <laughs> like, you know, so it is a little weird. You know, it's like yeah. I feel like it should be more for the businesses. Like, if yeah. you're if you're homies, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. talk to the artists. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird though, too, because it's like sometimes if you're if you're homies with like a big ass artist mm-hmm. and. It's like a big business thing you want to ask of him. You mm-hmm. might want to go through the manager. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it's kind of weird, man. I like that you took the initiative and you went to the artist, though. Yeah. I feel like that's what you should do. Yeah, if you can't, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if I've ever been to a Tri City. Tri Cities is just like the name of it. There's like cities inside of Tri Cities. Yeah, like... it's a uh, Pasco, uh, Kennewick, and Richland. Kennewick, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been to any. I know of those places, but I've never been mm-hmm. there. You you check it out. It's chill. It's laid back, like. Really safe environment, good place to yeah. like raise your kids. Is it country though? No, like, no. Nah, nah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of white people, but yeah. there's there's a lot of black people too. I mean, a lot of them are in Pasco. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's a lot of because of the history. It, there was a time where, like, black people weren't allowed to come a certain mm-hmm. part of the town or something. So now. Yeah. There's still a lot of black people in Pasco, yeah. but it's better than when I I had to live in Montana a couple of years, and that was like that was yeah. country, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, mm. that was trash. Wait, so is Tri Cities up north or is it down? It's east, east, east huh. other side of the mountains. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you even get ins? Can you get inspirations up there for music? Like, I guess the quietness, if there is quietness. I think because um, when I think of Tri Cities, though, I think of like, have you ever seen Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think of, like, like cities, like, actual cities like that or yeah. for some reason. But is it, not, is it not, like, actual, like, skyscraper cities that make up the Tri-Cities, or is it more, like, no. countryside? It's, like, it's small cities, but it's still, it's still like, 300,000 people right. or plus or something like that. So it, it's not, like, small, small, but it's still, um, like, there's not big-ass skyscrapers. skyscrapers and stuff gotcha. like that. But, uh I don't know. I wouldn't call it country, but mm. at the same time, finding inspiration. I feel like for me, because I moved there, mm. and like I grew up uh, kind of outside of Chicago in like a suburb. Right. And okay. when I moved out to Washington, I didn't know anybody, mm. and I was just so like I just came off watching Eight Mile the first few times. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just like, I'm gonna be a rapper, yo. And I like kept that yeah. like I was so excited about that yeah. that for the next two. Flipping years, all my excitement probably came from interviews, hip hop yeah. interviews, yeah. people's mixtapes and albums, and mm. me just writing. Like, that yeah. was all the excitement I needed. I didn't hang out with nobody. I didn't yeah. have no sex back then. Yeah. Like, for, I went a few years without it and just worked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, mm. like, you got to find the excitement within. Mm-hmm. I feel like no matter where you go, you're going to have to find it inside of you. Right. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. Did you, when you were, like, working in Tri Cities, were there jobs that were even related to music whatsoever? Or did you just like work jobs that like paid the bills? So uh, yeah, the the first honestly like my only job was was at this place called Bookwalter Winery, and I was the dishwasher at first. Oh man, it was it was kind of cool though because I just listened to my music. They don't yeah. care if I was stoned, <laughs> and like I just go hard. You know, I was the fastest dishwasher, and then I worked up to like prep cook. Yeah, and I would like cook fancy foods mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and it was fun, you know. But uh. After that, I just, like, I couldn't do it no more. So I just started my business license, and mm-hmm. I just started really, like, pushing the shows more, right. pushing the merch, getting my website out, and then also getting my streams up, you know, like, yeah. playlisting my songs so I can have some income coming a little bit. Um, so, honestly, I only worked that one job. Dang. But, uh, you know, I went through a little phase. I was doing, like, some naughty stuff, you know, to yeah. get money. But, right. Yeah. Did- 
did you like grow up so you, you said you were just like you like messed around with rap for a while but mm. did you like grow up wanting to do something specifically or did this just like fall in your not fall in your lap because you worked for it but mm. like is it just something that like popped in your mind one day versus like once you were like a little boy oh i want to be a rapper like eminem <laughs> <laughs> no when i was little actually it was will smith i want to be like an actor you know what uh, i'm saying yeah. like fresh prince of bel-air i want it made yeah. me want to be an actor so bad yeah and just make people laugh like i wanted to so bad but after i grew up a little more i started to, you know i saw eight mile and i was obsessed i didn't know why i just yeah. kept rewinding it and i wanted to learn the rap parts yeah and i didn't know why i just did you know mm -hmm. so i did it and like after a while, I started to realize, oh, I just want to be in the entertainment industry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I even love branding. Like, branding is one of my favorite mm -hmm. things. Branding, music videos, like, I love all that stuff. Right. So it's not just rap, you know? It's right. just the entertainment world. I love that so much. Right. So really, it was just a kind of, I built it over time, you know, through watching movies and mm -hmm. TV shows, shit like that. Right. So how did you... Have you built a name here in Seattle? I guess you could say so, right? Um, and like I have, like there's a little name, like yeah. there's a little name there, there's yeah. a little. But I don't want to say like I built a name officially because it's definitely not where I wanted to be in Seattle mm. yet. You know, I haven't sold out my own headline show out right. here yet. That's the next step for right. 2020. Um, but I don't know. I know pretty much all the artists and stuff. I'm pretty cool right. with most of them because I mean I love Seattle hip hop, mm -hmm. especially right now. Yeah. Like it. It's crazy how many people are killing it, you know, yeah. from like Laze to Travis to Paris to. Dude, have Kung you met Fu. her? I'm still trying to yeah. meet Paris. Oh, bro. what? Everyone says she's like, you gotta really meet flaky Paris. or something. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I just know, man, she cool as hell though. Yeah. You gotta meet her in person, Dude. bro. Uh, when's the next? I'm trying to think. Uh, she might be at like maybe the Macintosh show or something. Right. I seen her at the Mr. DC show. Mm -hmm. and Dude, I was at the Wale show like. In October, and freaking mm -hmm. Travis was there. Oh yeah, and I was with another artist, mm -hmm. and like we were leaving, and then the artist like dapped him up and stuff. And I was like, and we go outside, and the door closes behind us, and it's like one of those like not main entrance doors, so like you can't if it's it locks from like outside. So like oh shit yeah. yeah. So I we go out, we exit the door. It's like at Numos. You've been to Numos, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. So <laughs> yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I so, love Numos. Yeah. yeah. So we get out, and I was like, dude, who the heck was that guy you just dapped up? And he's like. Bro, that was Travis Thompson. I was like, what? Dude, I had my business card. I should have given you him a card. I didn't realize that was him whatsoever. You know? Because he looks like a normal dude. I know. Yeah, yeah. He's just chilling, bro. Like, I love it. That's what Man. most artists are, though. Like, that's what people forget, that everyone is just a person. They're just able to make money off something they're passionate about. You know? mm -hmm. 100%, man. Like, yo, and Travis is another cool one. Mm. Like, Travis is hella cool. Do you know Mr. DC? I don't think I do. Oh, you gotta check him out too. Yeah. He sings. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Travis's manager just started managing him too. Mm. Yeah, so he's about to do some good right. things. How do you make these connections in Seattle? Because some up and coming artists say it's really hard for them to make connections. Some people say there's like the Seattle freeze. Like the reason why another reason I started this podcast was like to break down those barriers because like Everett people usually only hang out with Everett people, Seattle, Seattle, Tacoma, Tacoma, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So. I've inter pe interviewed people from Everett all the way down to Tacoma and then connect them and stuff like that okay, through yeah. events. But what is your, how have you felt with making connections here in Seattle? Um, so it started back like with someone named Shayhan back uh, I think four years ago. And I came out to work with him uh, and my homie Nobi. And we were working for a while and then he would tell me all the time, there's like these walls in Seattle, it feels yeah. like. And I was like, what? That's hella whack, what? you know? So I was like, I don't know what it's gonna take or what I'm gonna do. And I still feel this way, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna like say fuck all that and break the walls down as much yeah. as I can, you right. know? So like anytime I got any opportunity to say what's up to like any artist mm -hmm. or to go to the show, like Travis show or something, I'd always pop up yeah. and say what's up, dap them up, right. just say what's good every show, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, that I can possibly make. And I feel like that was the best way to network in Seattle. Yeah. Because of that, now, like, I'm I'm, I'm pretty tight, like, with most of the scene out here. Like, yeah. I'm cool with them. If I see him, you know, we'll kick it, mm -hmm. smoke or whatever and chill. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like, also, you shouldn't go in with the mentality of, like, trying to get something. Go in with the mm. mentality of just learning and building relationships, you yeah. know? That's what and, I think uh, so, too. 
Yeah, and that I, I honestly I just did that, you know. Yeah. And over the years, it built up. Yeah. Different friendships. Yeah. yeah. I really do. I like the Pokemon card analogy, though. Like, <laughs> I know, man. Like, me trading too. it between, like, because I like connecting people with one another like that mm-hmm. might completely have different mindsets you know mm-hmm. what it's really weird for me and I, I realized this yesterday though like it's it's easier to what's well, it's an obvious thing too mm-hmm. but it's easier to change like the up-and-coming generation and stuff like that or the Millennials or anything like that like talk to them and like maybe change their point of view on things mm-hmm. but like when it goes to the older generation like leading up to like 60s 70s it's sometimes like impossible to talk to them I feel like you. last night I don't even know how it ended up happening but I started talking to this like white minister you know mm-hmm. and I'm like just by the stuff he was saying like I'm not even political but I feel like the only political thing that really matters is if you're conservative or not because that really like changes your whole ideology Ideology? Is that mm-hmm. the word? Yeah. Ideology, right? yeah. Ideology, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing that. Because they really, they're usually, like, if you think of a conservative, you think of like an older white person, usually, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. And they're usually like really into God, okay? Mm-hmm. So I don't even know why I started talking to this guy. But I was using, like you were saying, the word the universe, you know? Okay, instead and then of he was God. Like, I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like getting pissed off at that. I was like, wait, what? I was like, he's like, my goal is because he like, he's he feeds like the homeless people and stuff like so he's a good guy you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, my goal is to break down all the. I was like, oh maybe me and this guy's on the same page as he's just in a different lane. He's like, my goal is to break down all the barriers and religion and everyone just come together. I was like, wow that wow, sounds that's beautiful. Yeah. And then he's like, yes because there's only one God. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I was like, wait, what? Uh, and then he started saying things about like how it's just like one thing, you know? Yeah. And I he was it. like, like when I said the universe, because I like to say, I think everyone believes in a higher power, but I don't think you can make everyone believe the exact same thing because people mm-hmm. come from different places in the world. Mm-hmm. You can know, like think about. It. I was I was trying to explain it to him like this, because he was saying some like stuff about like the Holy Spirit and stuff like that, okay? Mm-hmm. This was a random conversation. And I was like, okay, I get what you're saying, but what if someone completely in the total opposite part of the world says the exact same thing you say, and they believe ex- everything you said, but they call it by a different name? And he's like, nope, that's wrong. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> so I just think that no matter what age, I think tunnel vision is something you should try to avoid, but and that you avoid tunnel vision by just connecting with people and not mm-hmm. worrying about their age. Just don't be like R. Kelly, but like <laughs> age, everyone has something to offer no matter what age you are, you yeah. know? Real so shit. I just think, I just, I like the perspective of the universe because that's an opening th- statement. Like everyone could be included in the universe. Mm-hmm. I just think it's weird to just say like, God created everything. Cause, I don't know. Like, what are you, what are your beliefs on like religion and stuff like that? I'm honestly kind of like right where you're at. You know, yeah. the, I use the word the universe like mm-hmm. all the time, and cause it's kind of weird. Like, how can you even disagree? Almost, cause it's saying basically yeah. what you're saying is right too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's kind of confusing sometimes. But at the same time, I think. I don't know, man. People have their certain beliefs. Yeah. And if they're going to stick to it, that's their experience for some reason. I, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to take away from that. But right. at the same time, yeah, man, I like to listen to all religions, mm-hmm. all, like, different aspects. And I never want to go, oh, that culture's wrong. Yeah, right. I'm right, right you're wrong. I never want to do that because we're all living on the earth. We're all breathing air. The sun blows up. We all die. So yeah. it's like... It's like, yo, I don't know. We should all be a little humble right. of just knowing our ignorance, you know? Right. That we don't really know much. Right. You know? We think we do, but we don't. That's so true. Yeah. So what would you tell people who haven't listened to your music yet? Mm-hmm. How would you describe your music to them? Like, what are the messages you're trying to portray through your music? Uh, right now, the, the main message is, like, it's really just unity and showing imagery of, of unity and also it's like relaxing like mm-hmm. a lot of the music i have out now is for just like laying back relaxing calming your mind like mm. 
it, the frequencies should not make you all like anxiety or like right. uppity you know it's just like kind of laid back mm-hmm. put it on in the background or yeah. when you're smoking up chilling and then uh 2020 i'll hit them a little harder right more yeah. aggressive you know yeah. what I'm saying? i'll Every- turn them up a bit <laughs> everyone's saying that the 2020 year is going to mm. be like everyone sees there's something's going to happen with like the music industry in the 2020 year it's just gonna like people are going to pop off yeah mm-hmm. i feel like it's going to be a whole yeah. like a slew of new artists yeah yeah that Which are all exciting. fire you know? yeah it's exciting mm-hmm. i can't wait yeah so what are you trying to portray in your music videos even and those are mm-hmm. really freaking creative thank you dude bro. that puppet you have of yourself oh yeah, yeah i still got him in the studio <laughs> right now he's chilling <laughs> hell yeah man no i love that aspect too and shout out to justin frick that's my uh video guy yeah my whole life you know and Honestly, he's a huge part of it. You know, mm-hmm. he he helped me kind of create my brand. Yeah. Cause he he would take parts of what I am and like emphasize the kind of entertaining parts of that. I guess yeah. like the colorful parts. I like to wear colorful shit mm-hmm. sometimes and Hawaiian clothes yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So like he would just really bring that aspect out into the videos. And then I also kind of like we both wanted to create a universe. Mm-hmm. That's just a big universe like right now there's only the beginning but Mm. in the next years there there will be like some videos make sense because of newer videos like you know what i'm saying oh shit i didn't understand like easter eggs and shit like that kind of like what marvel does you know characters showing up from this movie and this movie yeah we're gonna we're gonna just build a whole big universe over the next decade you know that's the videos Mm -hmm. so do you want to get into like movies then because Will Smith? Yeah, yeah. You already know, man. I know. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I'm the Fresh Prince number two. Please, yes. no, not really. I, I don't got the com- I don't got the comedic side, but yeah, I want to act so bad. I'd love to do that. Yeah, being in movies, and I know uh, Justin. One day, I know he's gonna probably want to make a movie, mm-hmm. and he's the man to do it. We're all waiting for it. Just so. not on this couch. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, not this couch. Y'all know what this looks like, right? <laughs> Yeah, and it's red the, too, you know, yeah, like the it's so color funny. of lust. I've, I've never been here before. Uh, <laughs> so what's your name? <laughs> I'm Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> so karma knows. I want to get into your meaning of your name. I want to mm. tell you what I think it means. I think, because that's so crazy. We have the same hair. Mm. We're both mixed. I'm darker though. That's just so funny. I know, you're hella darker. Dude, it's Holy so shit. funny. Like there's some guys <coughs> that I know that have like two black parents and I'm still darker than them, even though Damn. I'm mixed. I'm like, what the hell? But anyways, like, we same we kind of share the same viewpoints, which is kind of funny. That's lit. But um, when were you born? Two thousand. Uh, November tenth. November tenth. Okay, I was October twelfth. Hey. Nineteen ninety four. Hey. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. You're alive when Tupac was alive. You're a legend. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, crazy. Um, basically, karma knows, in my opinion, is because I believe in karma, like mm-hmm. little things, big things, like the other day. Me and this artist named Nestra, okay? Mm-hmm. We were at this like album release party, mm-hmm. and people were like putting their like backpacks and stuff behind like this like what is it called? You know, like a what are those things called? Coat rack or something like that. The, the, the they cover the blinds like they're like the long blanket things that cover the blinds. Oh, the curtains. 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 Oh my god. Oh, damn oh, wait, it. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> curtains. Oh my god. So. <laughs> Behind these curtains were like all your backpacks and shoes and stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and then also behind the curtains, there randomly was like a gigantic like snack shack with like no bars or anything. There was just like food all over. Like the oh, bags okay. right here, there's a shelf with all this food. I was like, what the uh, heck? Yeah. And we're like, we both look at each other and we're like, no, <laughs> karma. This is just like, this is what karma wants you to do. Like, you see, <laughs> it's like glimmer, glimmering like candy everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like, karma wants you to take that, but no, you know, because mm-hmm. that's Don't bad for you. So I believe in like big things, little things. I think karma and the universe go hand in hand, and karma pays you doesn't have to pay you back right away, and karma doesn't even have to pay you back. It's just like a build up, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of what your name means. Like karma knows, like it's. it's but I yeah. could be completely wrong. Maybe no, your first right. name is karma. I don't know. No, you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> that would be fire. Hold uh, up, I wish. No, actually, I, I fuck with my name, but yeah, like it's crazy. That's pretty much exactly what it was you know and originally there wasn't going to be the nose the funny way that happened was like i used to promote music just on facebook back when i was young young and um 
yeah like they one day asked me for a last name and i was like what i just want to be carmen why do i have to put a last name <laughs> so i put i was like oh carmen knows you know yeah, basically yeah. just yeah, what yeah. you said is the reason why it was kind of like all right yeah, yeah i'm a big believer of karma so i'm gonna just add the nose on and then yeah. after that it became my brand name just for like legal reasons because mm -hmm. i can't own karma yet you yes. know what i'm saying <laughs> soon i'm gonna own karma motherfucker but <laughs> but yeah so i i own karma nose you know what i'm yeah. saying but people call me karma that makes sense but uh yeah we, i just like treat it like a religion you yeah. know it's, it's like my religion almost yeah. like to where it's a constant reminder of all the the little karmas and big karmas like you're yeah. saying and just making sure my life is like putting energy towards helping the universe yes. and myself not yes. just myself you yes, know what i'm saying that makes sense yeah i think you should add like another like karma knows kids or something that starts with a k so <laughs> k k <laughs> that, yeah i was about to say hold up <laughs> you know one time like facebook asked if i wanted it to be karma knows kyle and i was like no <laughs> that's first of all sounds corny oh my god second of all I know what you're doing, Facebook. <laughs> <you> racist. <laughs> That's so funny. So you you know all these important role models in Seattle, and like you're we're all coming up together. You know, I don't like to say that there's like different tiers either. I think everyone's just on their own journey, mm -hmm. and that someone might already be progressing farther ahead. But mm -hmm. I don't think one person is better than another person. Yeah, you know? no, I'm with you there. 100%. How how is it for you connecting outside of Seattle, you know? Because I don't, because you, you actually are starting to gain like a lot of popularity on your um, music videos also, you know? But I don't think they're all from Seattle, you know? Mm, so no, no, you no, probably no, no. have connections outside of Seattle. Yeah, like I, if I look at like my analytics, you know, uh, Seattle's probably like number four or five, I think. Damn, number guys. one is like Chicago, yeah. LA, New York. Um, I need to get out there mm -hmm. ASAP for some yeah. shows. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like it comes from like all those and Seattle and Tri Cities. I feel like mm -hmm. those together is where like a lot of my fan base is right now. Mm -hmm. For I, for some reason, I don't know. Right. And then like little bits of like UK, little bits of Canada. Right. Um, but uh, over by the end of next year, we're trying to like officially kind of have like a solidified, established name somewhat. You know, yeah. not not like super famous Cardi B shit yeah, like yeah, overnight, yeah. not like that. But like we at least want to be in the conversation the different, you know, blogs and radio stations mm -hmm. all over the hip-hop world. You yeah, know? that makes I'm just kind of like the new guy. Yeah, Who's yeah. this guy, you know? Yeah, who's this guy? That's what I'm trying to do yeah. ne by next year. And and never tackling one city. I never right. really wanted to tackle just Tri-Cities or just right. Seattle. I always wanted to tackle the world, including those places. Yes, you know what I'm saying? that makes sense. Yeah. So what is your stick? Like, what makes you different from other people when it comes to your music, when it comes to your clothes, like your personality? Um... I feel like so with like clothes it's is I like uh, a lot of colorful bright tropical stuff and I don't see that in hip hop as much. Right. Tyler. Tyler though. Dude. I know. Tyler's the one guy is like and he I'm can't like own it all, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like of course you have to have a clothing line too that's fire <laughs> like oh all right. But yeah, no. I would say that's kind of the style clothing wise um personality wise I don't know I'm one of those people that like to get along with everybody you right. know what I'm saying like I like to go I can go hang out with whatever click and just yeah. have a blast bro I can go play Except video KKK, games with some nerdy that. oh yeah no none of that <laughs> like actually you know what I would do I would like go in there and then sabotage their yeah. whole like what was <laughs> make the cross burn on them or something. <laughs> I don't know like make it fall on them Dude, uh, that, that one movie um Klansman movie? Did you ever see that? No. Clans Dude. No, I heard of that. I remember that. That movie yeah. was insane. Is Denzel it? Washington's son is like the main guy. That's right. And then, oh, Ky and then Kylo Ren's like the side character. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he did that after Star Wars, like yeah. right after. I remember. Oh, damn. It's dope, though. Was it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Damn. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like to get along with everybody, you know? Yeah. Even in school, like, I would... <laughs> There was one point where I was hanging out with the kids that were like, like the school kids. shooters, you know. But um. yeah, you know, basically <laughs> like I don't know. They were like the kind of like cool slash kind of mean sort of sometimes. Yeah. And anytime they kind of like picked on people, I would be like go and hang out with that person for a bit and just like kick it with them, make right. sure they like, cause I'm like feel bad and I'm yeah. like, uh, cause I just fuck with everybody, yeah, bro. Exactly. I'm just like, yo, do you realize we all live on the earth, yo? Yeah. I fuck with all y'all, man. Right. Can we just get along? You that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. How would you describe like the music? I want to 
Because I guess you have a record deal, right? Or uh, no, I gotta actually record label. It's anything? crazy. I'm saying this on camera, but uh, I have a partnership. Actually, right. I just got a partnership. Um, so it's just like a like a fifty fifty deal right. partnership. No three sixty thing. Mm -hmm. None, nothing yeah. like that. And uh, so far, it's been amazing. Like they've yeah. been slaying it. They've been killing it. And it's made like things a little easier on my end too, yeah. which is really nice. So the question, the bigger question, that's like the lead up question, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the question. Is um, the question. So how is the music industry in Seattle versus the music industry as a whole? Do you think Seattle is more of a popularity contest compared to like the music industry as a whole, or is music industry not a popularity contest, or like what are your opinions on all of that? Um, I feel like in Seattle, it's not like the same. I, I feel like there's definitely a different vibe in Seattle, which mm -hmm. is why I really feel it's next to come up. But uh, in the industry, you're right. You know, it's like it's kind of a popularity contest. Like if I if I had some Instagram post that blew up tomorrow, got five million likes and then now I have like a million new followers or something yeah. and then Drake starts shouting me out and all these <laughs> people like, yo, like, yeah, it's it's. uh. I don't know. It's just like, it's it's a different effect, right. I guess. Right. Uh, Do you think there's anything that Seattle needs to work on? Um, man, I to be honest, I haven't been out here in the scene in Seattle enough to truly put a comment on that to right. where I would feel confident. Um, when it comes to like my hometown though, like Tri Cities. What we need to do more is just throw more shows. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, people will come to those shows. Like, and as a promoter, you'll make money. Like, if right. you're worried about money and stuff, you'll make money because there's a good 500 to 1,000 people just waiting yeah. every weekend who would go to a show, yeah. which is enough for, you know, something to mm -hmm. do. So I, I feel like in my area, in Tri-Cities, that's what we need right now is more people to throw shows. Right. And bring sense. more big artists down, too. Right. Yeah. Do you... When you do events now, like in Seattle, right? Because you've done events mm -hmm. in Seattle, mm -hmm. um, and you have an up and coming event. What's that? Yeah, um, I got a memorial for my homie Donnie Deuce. Dude, bro, Jay Apollo. Yeah, Dude, that's my homie. Oh yeah, it's Dude. it's uh, it's gonna be uh, damn, what was it called? Oh, yeah, I think it's at the Vera Project on yeah. the twentieth. Dude, yeah. so you know like you know the Everett guys then? Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, and um. Not as not like super well, but yeah. I know him. Oh yeah, and then who else? Boombox said, you know Boombox said. I don't know. Oh, you don't? He from Everett? Damn, you. Dude, gotta, I need to meet that guy. Then. Yeah, you got to meet him. He's yeah. like you'll see him at shows all over Dude. Seattle. Yeah, there's actually crazy amount of like passionate people in Everett too, and they're all mm -hmm. they're all hitting me up for interviews and stuff. I'm like, dang, I didn't know there's that many people in general, and that's just Everett. Damn. But there's so, like I was I've been saying like I want. Like if you look at the Breakfast Club, do, how, do you watch the Breakfast Club? Oh, all the time. Dude, I Absolutely. swear to God, I watch at least two to three interviews a day. You know, like yeah, I switch, I switch between Joe Rogan. Hey, dude, he I didn't really, I didn't realize he had Charlemagne on like four months ago, and I just watched that yesterday. Again? No, he only had him once. Oh, that like, was a, like a year ago. No, that was like his first one. That right? was like four months ago. Charlemagne. Oh shit. Adam Schultz and um. That's a new one. There's another one with Charlemagne. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Charlamagne and him. Oh, really? Yeah. It was the, his first pull-up. What? Yeah, you got to watch that, too. Oh, dang. Man. But those guys are... You should watch that. Do you yeah, know, I'm going to. You know about... um? Do you know what Brilliant Idiots is? Yeah, I've heard yeah. of them. I've heard of their yeah. name around, like... I didn't realize Charlamagne had a podcast, and that's with this comedian named Andrew Schultz, and those guys were both mm. on um, uh, the, the Joe Rogan experience, you know? Okay. And so I switched between... Do you, have you ever seen what's that movie called? Ah, uh, Anchorman. I haven't seen it, but I know the, what that is. Yeah, yeah. the Will Ferrell plays this guy named Ron Burgundy, uh -huh, and yep. he has a podcast called the Ron Burgundy Podcast, <laughs> which is just him in character for like multiple seasons and stuff. Oh, and like for he real? he interviews like Peter Dinklage, and then like randomly he'll have like Dylan Francis on. Like he'll have artists Damn. with. And he's like politician and stuff, and he just acts like a total retard the whole time. It's really <laughs> fucking funny. Oh Man. shoot, I think that's a bad word, but Will Ferrell, yeah, like is an actual podcast. Oh damn, you need what? to watch that. It's funny. I love watching podcasts, but I know they're the best. But what was I saying? I was saying something about um, 
it was. Oh, you were watching Breakfast Club. Shoot. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it now. <laughs> so basically, like, if you look at it, New York's a huge place, okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the Breakfast Club is so successful is because, like, they're in the middle of New York, right? And they get there's so New York has the most so many like people who have made it or like live in New York. Yeah. Like, there's so many crazy like artists, rappers, um, actors, like activists. So many different things in New York. Mm-hmm. So like. And people have heard of him. Like, I've heard of these people, too. And I'm like, what? They're all from New York? And that's where he gets a lot of his, like, interviews from, like, the Breakfast Club. Yeah. But, of course, like, you have to stop by if, like, you're an artist from out of town. And you're, like, you Mm -hmm. have to tour through all those places if you're promoting something. But what I've noticed is Seattle can easily do that. Like, my podcast can easily do that also with the passionate people that are in Seattle. We have enough people that the difference between Seattle and New York, though, is that and you've noticed this I think that you have to actually like look for people who are passionate about what they're doing yeah. you know people aren't the people in Seattle aren't the type of people that are just going to come up to you you know mm-hmm. you have to usually come up to them and basically it's just all about making all those connections but I can easily bring in like like this podcast can go forever if I even just focus on Seattle I'm saying like yeah. with all the passionate people mm-hmm. it's just weird how people are more like reserved in a way if that makes sense that's interesting i didn't even know that was kind of like a thing yeah in the the interview world Mm -hmm. out here um man i think it's dope that you're like going against that though and you're reaching out and you're really trying to be the next when you said you're trying to be like the breakfast club (laughs) out here i'm like yeah we need that that standard high yo you know what i'm saying like put that goal high up there like you know what i'm saying because we have commercial radio out here but like a lot of the guys it's not like and this is not even an insult, because I love this word. They're, but they're, all the radio hosts here are like, kind of like goofballs, you know? Because mm-hmm. they're like more for fun and stuff. They don't really, it's not like they, like 92.5, like early on, mm-hmm. they had like people on the show to interview. Okay. But we don't really have our station right now that, like no one comes to Seattle to make their rounds with interviews. Yeah, you know? no, not at all. There's not one mm-hmm. radio station, I don't think, yeah. that gets around by like the mm-hmm. labels. Yeah. And that needs to change, you're yeah. right. We need to make, because that gives them more reason to come out here to mm-hmm. our city, to fuck with us, to come to our clubs, to yeah. come to our shows, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. really, I that's awesome that you see it too. That mm-hmm. it's, it's so freaking weird though, because like if you're not an artist and you tell that to someone that Seattle's next, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? I know, they like, look at you hella awkwardly, like, <laughs> and then they're like, okay, bro. <laughs> but, but you know they're going to be the most ride or die yeah. fan once they see you. They're yeah. like, oh, what? That was that one kid that said, buying all his merch, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fire, though. So what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you were coming up? Because you still are coming up, but, like, what is something that you learned later that you wish you would have learned sooner? Um, the main, that's a good question. I'd probably say the relationship aspect, building relationships. I started that a little late, to be honest. And always pay off prostitutes. You always have to. <laughs> You're right, though. You don't want the pimp coming after you, like, showing up in your studio session. Like, wait, what? I didn't get a prostitute this weekend. Get out of here, God. I'll pay you later. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang. <laughs> No, man, I feel like that's honestly, it's, I wasn't building those relationships early on, you know, I was really alone, and maybe that needed to be so I can hone Mm -hmm. my skills in, but yeah, man, it's like, go out there and build relationships, don't ask for nothing, just be a friend, like, if you see Jay-Z, the last thing you should be doing is asking for a picture, the first thing you should be doing is asking him how's days or something, you know what I'm saying, like, shit you know or Dude. how's your team doing or something yeah. like that you know that's why i'm against meet and greets even like mm. i think it's good because like do artists get paid like so you get t- paid off like ticket sales right yeah mm-hmm. and then i guess meet and greets fall under that right so you get paid like so for you it's good if you get meet and greets because you yeah for the artist i've never done a meet and greet just because right. i'm like not big enough i think you have to be like a little bigger to do yeah. shit like that or else it's like yeah. weird right but, i don't know but, but i don't know i feel like Wait, what were you going to say? No, you go first. Uh, it was just like, uh, I don't know. I like them, but at the same time, it depends. Like, if you're kind of bigger and you get booked for a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. then it you de- technically don't get ticket sales. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You just get your guarantee. Yeah. So if the show does good or well, it doesn't right. matter. That makes sense. So I guess, like, 
I think that means all of the meet and greet tickets, like all that money pretty much goes to mm. the artist. Yeah. I think so, but right. I'm not sure. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm saying like, I think meet and greets for like the average person is like, in my opinion, because of how like invested I am into art and stuff mm -hmm. like that, I think it's a waste of time if you're just going to say, oh my gosh, I love you, can I have a picture? Because mm -hmm. like this, we can never take a picture, but having like, this conversation is worth way more than a picture. Yeah, 100%. You know, stuff like that. I feel it. But I just feel like it's just weird how society is set up and, like, how artists... I, can, I think it's important when you, when you have fluence that you are put up on that box in a way, mm -hmm. but not put up in the box that people are, like, gawking at you and they're like, oh, my gosh, this guy's better than me, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what meet and greets are because you only get, like, 20 seconds, basically, and you have to pay, that, like, the extra 25 bucks or... That's even for like a lesser known artist. For like, you can pay up to like a four hundred bucks or something for a meet and greet mm -hmm. that lasts like a few seconds. I feel like they should do it, or I mean, a lot of them do it this way too. But I feel like if I was gonna do it, I would make sure that it's like a hanging out kind of vibe. Like yeah, like I make a wish. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold up. You gonna trap me in some <laughs> shit right now? <laughs> Damn, that's funny. <laughs> no nah, man, you know. You know, you just like, oh man, I forgot what we were talking about already. Thank <laughs> God, that was funny, yo. <laughs> what I was thinking should happen with meet and greets, and even, well, this is outside of meet. Like, this is this is my perfect world of a meet and greet. Mm -hmm. Like, having an event here, or anywhere, you know, and you set up a circle, and you headline an artist, and it's going to be you and that artist talking about like something that's happening like in Seattle currently that needs to change or something like that. And then there's other artists that are around you guys mm -hmm. or just fans and they can say stuff also, you know? Mm. So it's like an interviewer interviewing the headlining artist for the meet and greet and then people have a chance to put their input also in. So like you, you get the energy from the circle, mm -hmm. you know? I think it's just, life in my opinion is all about making like connections and helping other people out too because mm -hmm. like, if you're just that wealthy guy who lives all alone what's the point yeah you know for real so no i think that's cool you know like, even if it was just like uh you guys all go in a room and hang out mm -hmm. and everybody can talk to whoever and chill yeah. like i've seen meet and greets like that and that's yeah. cool you know they last like an hour or two yeah. and everybody's in there a whole hour or two partying basically yeah like that's cool you know i fuck with that mm -hmm. i see what you're saying yeah for sure well are there any final words that you have for Seattle? Oh, final words? Man, thank y'all for welcoming to the city. You know, I love living here. This is amazing. I love Tri-Cities too, but I don't think I'm going to live there yeah. for until I buy a house or something, you know? And you have to, you have to have the <laughs> biggest house in Tri-Cities. Yeah, I have to have the biggest <laughs> house, obviously, so I can't yes. go back for like five more years. No, yeah. just, <laughs> no let's hope that's not that much longer. Right. <laughs> but, so yeah. what, what is the easiest way to reach you? Uh, easiest way right now is on Instagram, Karma Knows with a Z, not a S, you know, just Karma Knows. And then, uh, yeah, you can message me, DM me, all, all right. of that. I, I hit people back as much right. as I can. So. Oh, I have one more thing. You have that, you have a check mark, right? Oh, no. You mm -mm. don't? I don't, yeah. What? I could have sworn you had a check mark. How is that? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Like, I feel like I need more followers. Before this is weird. Mm. I want to be one of those people with, like, not many followers and Dude. then I have a blue check mark. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because like, I was looking it up on, um, like... <laughs> oh, wait, are you talking about Spotify? I, I got no, one on no, Spotify. No, the check mark on the Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah no, not yet. Wait, did did you look me up and I had it? I thought <laughs> you did. Maybe I have maybe, it now. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe I'm just blanking. I don't know. It's I like the label did. just gave it to me. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Because I, I don't know how I ended up doing this. Cause, but when I, like, need to look up something, like, I'll go, I'll spend hours looking up things. Like, mm -hmm. So I somehow ended up on Reddit, and they're like, how does this guy have a hundred followers and have a blue check mark? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how check marks. You just have to like be enough of an influence that Instagram gives it to you or something. Um, it's always changed. It used to be like if you had an in, basically, hmm. there's like some people that work with the company that if you knew some one of those people yeah. or someone that knows somebody that knows somebody, yeah. then you can pay for it. But then Instagram deaded that because like that's illegal, I think, yeah. to be buying those. So now you can actually hit up Instagram on the app. Mm -hmm. Like, you can do it right now. And, like, yeah. fucking, I think if you have an actual business license, 
and stuff like that and it's a real business and proof yeah. that you're a real business then you get it gotcha and i think that's why there's smaller people that have them because they're mm. real businesses makes sense but uh yeah i i just didn't do it yet because i'm like i don't know it's weird i want to have like 100k followers yeah. or something you know what i'm saying yeah that makes sense yeah. well this is dj blake and your boy karma there we go hey dj blake